You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 163 for October 12th, 2017. This week we talk about tracking your significant other, girls' generation drama, we have a little chin wag, coming out anniversaries, Stardew Valley, and Star Trek Discovery. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Uh, Yay. Yeah, squish, oh, squish Play-Doh. Uh, okay, so Joe, Joe's in a new phase every 20 <laughs> I'm minutes. A new, I must have a slime Instagram now. Uh, Joseph Slime Song. Joseph Slime Song. <laughs> God. <laughs> no, I don't have a slime Instagram, but I'm obsessed with slime Instagrams, and I am playing with Play-Doh right now. So Joe's in a new phase. Like I was saying, and it, it is now Play-Doh, Uh-oh. and uh, well, we all need to support him in his uh, struggles with Play-Doh. Right now. It's so nice and relaxing. I got I picked it up today. 99 cents, y'all. 99 cents for a jug of play. Was it not at the Dollar jug. General? No, it was at Turgut. Turgut? I was shipping at the Turgut. I oh, was oh walking down the Monster High aisle. Mm-hmm. Along with all the other 14-year-olds. Yeah, there was a, oh, there was a precious little girl there. There was a Belle costume, like mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast Belle. And she oh, was yeah. like, is this a real tiara? And I was like, honey, you, you're right to be suspicious yeah, of that exactly. tiara. She, yeah, it's, she's not going to buy anything from AliExpress in the future. That's for goddamn uh, sure. Uh-uh. <laughs> she had an eye for it, honey. Mm-hmm. She got her but, monocle uh, out and everything. Picked up some Play-Doh. Just super fun. Just super fun. Uh, do you know anything about slime Instagram? Um, okay, no. Uh, I didn't know there were things to know about slime Instagram, but now I'm intrigued. It's huge. At least three to four slime Instagrammers and YouTubers right now are coming out with books in like the next couple months with like slime okay, recipes. There's, okay. there's iceberg slime. There's butter slime. There's uh, pearl slime. There's all these different slimes and they will make them in videos and then they'll play with them in like an Instagram video. Oh. And it's so satisfying to watch. Interesting. Like they just, they'll have like, you know, a 15, 20 second Instagram video of them playing with the slime. Like it's just their hands mm-hmm. on a table or whatever. And then a lot of the YouTube videos are like recipe type things. Okay. Like how to make um, the slime like at home. Slime and then, yeah, like the iceberg slime. And they're like inventing all these new types of slime. Oh my God. It's so addicting. And the sound it makes is like ASMR. What? It's like squishing sounds, you know? And it, does it like calm you down? It does, actually. It's it's one of those, you know how like everything is fucking hashtagged, hashtag oddly satisfying. Oh, you know? yeah, there we go. It's like, it is it is very oddly satisfying as much I as had, I fucking hate that phrase. I had no idea this was a thing, Honey. but I mean, everything's a th- everything. And of course, they're fucking YouTubers, so they're going to write a fucking book about slime, aren't they? Well, yeah. Um, But I don't think I've played with slime since I was like a kid. I remember making it a couple times. Like it was my mom and I and my sister probably made it as like a home crafts project when we were kids or something. But slime and Play-Doh are very different. Right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, Play-Doh is more like super wet clay, kind of. Super yeah. soft clay. Whereas, sli- like, this breaks apart really easily. Whereas slime, mm-hmm. you know, stretches is and is sticky. Do you have a preference um, what, if it's uh, slime or Play-Doh? I would prefer some slime right now, but I love the smell of Play-Doh. Mm. I like to lick it. It's like a salt lick. So you were one of those kids. I think we talked about this a long time ago. You were one of those kids that ate the Play-Doh. Oh, yeah. We have Christmas ornaments made out of like, I guess it's Play-Doh, like baked Play-Doh. Okay. I mean, yeah, like you make those in like class or something. Exactly. And like years later, still licking them on the tree, you know, just like a goddamn horse. I have (laughs) just like a goddamn horse. I had my (laughs) my best friend growing up um, who was my first girlfriend ever in eighth grade. Her. I'm not going to say beard. My my first beard, right? Oh my god, it warms the cockles of my little gay heart. Um, her little brother, um, and a long time ago, their family used to live in a trailer. Um, and her little brother would lick the walls, and the walls what? had lead paint on them. And why he had, did he lick them? Because he was like three, um, oh. and, and like the taste oh, of the okay. lead of the lead paint on the wall. And it uh, every time something happens with him, like he's he's like a good kid now. But every time something happened to him, like he would get sent to the principal's office. Or or something she'd like tell me about it and she's like oh it's from the lead paint in the wall again and i was like oh my god like you're probably oh my not wrong god. well so at least at least you're looking play-doh which is non-toxic it's okay no for kids it to says eat. right here non-toxic uh contains wheat 
You see, it's nutritional. It's nutritional. You know, Joe's getting, getting his my nutritional daily, yeast from Play-Doh. My daily yeast, wheat, 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 north, south, east, wheat. I love that SpongeBob episode. <laughs> oh, SpongeBob, you taught us the direction. Honestly, um, so but well. so is you have you e- have you been eating this Play-Doh or have you just been like playing no, with it? No, I licked it a little. I okay. played with just it. Just for old well, nostalgia's sake. Just for like, it's like when you smell, when you get a, a whiff of a scent, you know, mm-hmm. and it takes you right back to your childhood. Oh, That's yeah. what licking Play-Doh does for it's me. It's like licking an you, old friend. And I, t- I think I've mentioned it before in an episode. My aunt used to make peanut butter Play-Doh. Oh, what? It I mean, like, I have the worst memory, so I, you probably did talk about this, but please, like, it's, what? Uh, it's homemade. It's the consistency of Play-Doh, but it's the main ingredient is peanut butter. So you play with it, and then you eat it. It's the most disgusting, unhygienic product. Well, it's, you know, it's not sold as far as I know, but it's the most unhygienic thing you could have given a child. Which means it's, it's probably the one why thing a child wants. Like, I'm not allergic to anything. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like... There are often those studies come out where they're like, you throw your kid in the mud, you know, it'll make them resistant to shit. Right. Yeah. So that's probably why I'm not allergic to anything. Throw your kid in the Play-Doh. Throw your kid in, make them eat what they play with. Gross. Ew. So have Um, you made any of the slime? Back to slime. Because slime and Play-Doh are like two completely different places. Because, um... So I I just haven't wanted to get the ingredients until I move. I move in like a week, actually, which is crazy. Oh, my God. Um, I know. It's like a week from it'll be a week from Friday. (gasps) So you need like a like I talked about that kid that me and my boyfriend babysitted, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he had all the ingredients, all these ingredients on the counter when we were there. And I was like, oh, my God, you make slime because it was glue. It was glitter glue. And he had um contact lens solution which has boric acid in it which is like the slime activator (gasps) yeah for people who don't want to use like borax or which is what what's commonly used i feel like people haven't used borax since the 60s i don't even really i think it's a cleaning agent but i I thought it was used in laundry detergent or something yeah something because like the only time i ever heard about people using borax is like in making slime, like for a science project in fourth grade, your science teacher would have a thing of borax and would tell you yeah. that like it was used as a cleaning substance or something a long time ago, but no one uses it anymore. Like that's the only context that I've seen borax is like making slime. Yeah, it is. I don't understand it. And the box, like even when you can see the box at the grocery store or whatever, it looks like something straight out of like the 40s or 50s or something probably all like backlogged they're just trying it to get rid of it probably is or all the old um, people are still using it regardless i didn't even know the contact lens solution had boric acid in it I knew apparently that, so it's one of the activators you gotta watch some slime recipes honey. I, I i don't know like i mean i'm into i'm one of those assholes that's into like pimple popping videos and i really oh. think that is great but slime videos like i feel like i'm gonna i feel like i'm gonna really enjoy that too like i feel like it's you're just, good you're it sending has... me down a dark road of things i'm just gonna get in a youtube hellhole for like 10 hours of slime videos there's like the foamy slime oh my god so many God. different kinds god there's and here so i thought ignorant kinds. Thought there was only Ignorance. like one type of fucking slime. Just you know, open your eyes to the world yeah, every Jesus once in a Christ while, please. Open okay. my goddamn eyes. Um, speaking of opening your eyes to the new world, uh, did you have a baby? I no, luckily no. <laughs> did it open its um, eyes to the horrible new world that it just got birthed into? In the last episode, I mentioned that I had applied for a review code for Stardew Valley, and oh, I hadn't yeah. received it at the time, but I did, like it, the next day. I Both <laughs> Joe and I didn't think people were going to send Joe free anything, and here he is <laughs> PMing me on Telegram being like, guess you got a free review code for fucking Stardew Valley, like three days before it actually came out. Actually, It was actually only like one day before it came out. It felt I think like three days for me. Code. Yeah. Well, I honestly, I, like, I have 40 hours in the game right now holy shit i do i indeed have well 35 to 40 i think i'm close to 40 hours in the game oh my god i love it i have a cat named fussy of course you do i have i'm i've been divorced once already i'm remarried <gasps> holy, i'm on okay. my second marriage okay. it's year three in my game <laughs> holy shit i am on it's year, year one still but i i kind of like dropped off i kind of had other things i needed mm. to do um so i've been playing it nearly as much but oh my god, the drama, the conflama of Stardew Valley. I married Alex. 
Okay. Then I realized he was boring as shit. And so mm-hmm. we stayed married for a year and then I divorced him and married Shane. <gasps> Is Shane the alcoholic one? Shane uh, suffers from alcohol. He seems like he has, he has problems with alcohol and then he also has depression. See, and so I was like, okay. Relatable. I know. I was like, I like him. He, mm-hmm. I don't know. He, some of the things he says, I'm like, oh my God, I struggle with that too. Like he'll say like, oh, I just, I don't feel like getting out of bed today or I it's don't. Like girl, same. Yeah. Or like, I think I'm just going to stay in this room today and just, you know, I need to chill today. And it doesn't mean I don't appreciate you, but I need to chill mm-hmm. and i'm like oh my god girl same every day it. that i know that has played stardew valley and i there's like two or three of them they've all married shane and He's i understand why because i feel like i'm gonna i feel like i'm gonna end up marrying shane also. I love him. Also, he's hot as fuck. Yeah, he he's looks like cute. my boyfriend. And I'm like, honey, Ooh, that's girl. the one. I know. I was like, yeah. Did you know? Okay, so I, I was actually talking to a friend of mine yesterday about Shane because I'm because I've spent a lot of my time in Stardew Valley not talking to people. I'm still in f- fall of year one, mm. and I'm gonna I'm saving all of my like talking things for like winter since you have a lot of off time in the winter apparently. Sure. Um. So I really haven't been doing any of like the social stuff or talking to people or gift giving or whatever. Um, but my friend, like that's all he's into in Stardew Valley. And he's like, I just married Shane, like whatever. And so he was like, but I have to tell you about this thing that I came across. It's this like fan made Stardew Valley game. Apparently in Stardew Valley, Shane mentions that he likes eating food or something. He mentions something about eating food and like that he he's, likes like, pepper poppers and pizza. Yeah. And but I think there's one piece of dialogue that apparently only shows up once about how how he's like gaining a little bit of weight or something. Oh yeah. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah. I haven't come across this dialogue myself. So someone made a fan game and it's called, it's called um, feeding Shane. And it's like a fan game where you like feed Shane and he just gets fat and you just keep feeding him and, Ooh. and he gets fat. And like, that's the game. It's like, it, what is, what, what is this culture? It's like, it's, well, that seems like that. Isn't there the porn that like feeding people porn? Yeah. Yeah. There's like a, there's a, a, a fetishized, um, like overeating porn or gorging. Yeah. And I think it's based around that. There's a, like, it there's sounds a, like it. There's a YouTube video of someone playing feeding Shane on YouTube. And I, I just skipped through it and I was like, I just don't understand this. I was like, I was, I was expecting pictures of like, because I was, I just did a, a simple Google search of Shane Stardew Valley, and I just came across pictures of him like oh like sure sure is a simple search. I search for Shane Stardew Valley Yowie. Okay, <laughs> that's in my search history. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't I don't blame you because he's fucking cute. Shane Stardew Valley shirtless. Shane we, Stardew Valley naked. Shane, Shane Stardew, Stardew Valley, Valley fan real. art. Honey, please, please I tap be it real. all in. Okay, yeah. I tap it all in. Um, but yeah, no. So I think I'm gonna end up marrying Shane, like all the other gays, because Shane is hashtag relatable. His story, his like cutscenes are very like they're heartbreaking, but then it's like really cute as Aww. like how we how it ends up and stuff like that. Isn't but honey, it so nice to play a game where you can like marry people of the same gender and sex. I guess. I don't know. I've never had a problem with that in a video game. I've never had a problem with that in real life. It's not like that I ever lived in a time or place where I couldn't get married to someone of the same sex ever. Mm. Oh, my God. In our lifetime, we have not been able to get married to people of the same sex. Yeah, like we've weird. been. It is, yeah, it's weird. And we've lived longer in a in an area of time where we haven't been able to get married longer than we've lived in a time where we have been able to get married. And that it's going to be like that for a long time before that evens out. Well, yeah, I'm going to be like 50 something when You're I. You're going to be dead, honey. Honey, I know it. You know it. I know it. Everyone know listening it. knows it. Honey, something's going to snatch me before then. So I remember people talking out. about Stardew Valley in the past because I think it's been out since like 2016, right? Early 2016. It came out for PC. It's been out for a while. I had it on PC. I, st- I mean, of course, I still do, but I never played it. Yeah. Just because it, uh, this game was meant to be portable. Like, it honestly, I can is it's play perfect it in bed. for the Switch. Yeah, just like sitting up in bed, like when I first wake up or right before I'm about to go to sleep. It's just lovely. I've got mm-hmm. fully upgraded farmhouse. Oh my god! I've got the greenhouse. I've got. I'm a pig farmer, by the way. Oh my god! Oink oink, daddy. Those pigs cost me 16000 each. 
Damn, prize winning pigs. I was a, I've been a miser most of the game. Okay. Penny well. pincher, miser. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And but now I'm just starting to um talk to other villagers who I don't necessarily want to romance. And it's because you have that evaluation after year two. Oh, you do? Shit. You have grandpa's okay, spoiler alert. If you it's in all of the wikis, you should be reading this shit anyway. Grandpa's right. ghost comes back from the dead. Oh god. To evaluate grandpa. you. I know. Eve all our ancestors are even judging us beyond the grave. Okay. Well, I, I thought okay, so does he come back after year two? I thought he comes back after year one. I was like getting ready no. to like talk to grandpa. No, no. It's a uh, spring of year three. He comes back at right after year two. Oh, okay. Um, and he, you, there are four candles. You have to, there's a certain like point system. So you have to get all four. You can mm. be reevaluated whenever you want. You just have to give him a diamond. Grandpa's ghost. He's, Grandpa's ghost is a diamond hoarder. Jesus uh, Christ. What an so expensive casual. ghost. I know. So, um, yeah, I got three candles. And so what I was lacking in, I after looking at the point system, was I was friends with nobody. Mm, <laughs> I you had zero friends with the people heart. you wanted to marry. Exactly. So uh, oh. Alex won't talk to me anymore, though. He is. Uh, it's, it's kind of heartbreaking what happens after the divorce. Well, I mean, divorce is usually messy. So I, I guess, guess it's messy it in Stardew be, Valley, yeah. too. Sure. Sure. Oh my God! Well, you're a pig farmer. You're living your life, honey. I'm living my Arkansas truth. Holy shit! Are you um? What kind of farm did you get? Did you just get the regular old farm? Did you? I got hilltop. Farm? Hilltop farm. Okay. At the beginning, yeah. Um, and I've got it. I've got it set up pretty well. There was at one point when I had like twelve animals in the coop. Like I had chickens, void mm-hmm. chickens, dinosaurs, and ducks. I had like the deluxe barn completely full. And then I was like, I can't do this. I can't pet this many animals every day. Right. Exactly. Like there's only so many. You can't you can't have all your hands in every pot. No, you can't. So I sold a lot of them. What I didn't need. I've got five of my best chickens, dinosaurs and void chickens and a duck. And then I just mostly transferred to pigs and one cow. The pigs kind of take care of themselves. They but they find you truffles. Mm. And those those sell for a lot. Oh so, my god! Yeah, that's the goal, you know. Exactly. It's all about the money. And then uh, f- there's the rare f- the rare fruit I grow in the greenhouse. Oh, is that from like the the ancient seed or whatever? Ancient, yeah, ancient fruit or whatever it's called. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I've been slowly gathering enough of uh, ancient seeds. Oh my god! So. You're like a hashtag professional Stardew Valley player. Honey, I, there have been points when there will be like four different tabs up on my browser while I'm oh playing my of God. like, what, what is the best crop? What is the best mm-hmm. way to talk to this person? Or oh what's the best God. farm layout? And honey, if I'm only there was a leaderboard. I know. Oh my God, I could be top girl. Exactly. Top farmer. Yeah, top Stardew Valley. I don't want to trigger you anymore. Jesus. Oh, no. I have the star. forest farm because I literally live in a fucking tree like a goddamn woodpecker. That one's pretty. Yeah, I like it a lot. I like all the... I, I like chopping wood because I'm hashtag mask or whatever that joke is. Um, But yeah, no, I, I played Stardew Valley a lot like when I first got it. And then I just... I've been more busy and I've been doing other things. I still haven't beaten uh Mario and Rabbids yet. So I'm like, I need... Mm. I feel like I need to beat that and complete that before I like like dive headfirst back into Stardew Valley. But I'm like in the middle of fall of year one. Okay. Um, and so I'm like, I'm not even, I'm not doing a lot yet, but I, I, but you have I got, it on Switch? Yes, I have it on Switch. Okay. I, I got it for Switch and it's just like, it's perfect for Switch. Like, it I is. can't imagine not playing it in bed. <laughs> like, I just, I can't imagine not having it with me all the time, you know, just like having it on a PC. It seems like, I don't know. It seems like it was definitely made for uh, for the Switch. But I'm, I mean, I, I think both of us assumed that we were going to really enjoy Stardew Valley last week when we talked about it. And surprise, fucking surprise, we both really enjoy Stardew Valley. So if you guys want to pick it up, it's on Switch and PS4 and Xbox One and PC. I think it's 15 bucks all around, no matter what kind of I believe it is. I think it's a little cheaper in some other countries, too, actually. Really? Which is against the norm, because a lot of the time in other countries, prices will be jacked up on the uh nintendo store but i don't think they are for stardew valley yeah which is super um, nice i'm just like oh great good. It's, good it's very relaxing i was having like a depressive episode for like a couple days and mm-hmm. it was so nice to just i just stardew valley helped 
me take my mind off of it. You know? Right. It oh, that's good. so nice. Like the music's right. really nice. It's very calming and soothing and there's lots of structure and routine yeah. in it, which I feel like helps a lot. Yeah. I'm glad it you just like helps it. your brain. Yeah. Have like a put your brain in a good place. Does it train your brain? Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Okay. I'll never say that phrase again, honey. Don't mm, even try to trick me. That's hashtag fake news <laughs> training your brain. Um, did you get the update for Telegram in the past couple days? Um, was it the Telegram with like the live... Uh, live location. It? Live locations, yes. Joe and I use Telegram, which is, I think, the best messaging platform ever made. I agree. Um, and I, I, I mean, like, it sends the Russians your information directly. Oh, directly. It okay. goes directly to Putin. But honestly, the developer it's so is well Russian. made. Yeah, it is so well made. You don't even care. Exactly. Okay. Like, I don't like they can get my gay porn. It's fine. Like, just whatever. don't tap in the launch codes in it. You know, just keep yeah, it exactly. a secret. Yeah. Just don't make um, fun of Trump too hard on Telegram or else they'll track your location. I love the live location thing. So basically what it does, for those who don't know, um, you can send a live update of your location. Like it's like a tracking. It turns your phone into like a tracking thing for like you can say 15 minutes or an hour or like eight hours. And then that one other person in the chat can see where you are for that amount of time. Yeah. Like, and I, I tried it today with uh, the boyfriend. I was like, OK, I'm going to go to Target. I'm going to turn this on. And it worked pretty well because I was like, I can use this when I'm moving. Yeah. Oh, my God. Or if he's coming from work and I'm meeting him somewhere and I don't know when he's going to be there, I can we can turn that on for each other Mm -hmm. and be like, I'll be like, oh, he's 15 minutes away. I should leave home now. So, yeah, I think it's it's, it's very interesting. It's nice that it's integrated in Telegram. I know that. So this feature, it's not like a new feature about like anything overall. In yeah. in the Apple ecosystem, it's very similar to Find My Friends. Although right. in the situation that I've I've seen, because my my parents uses use the iPhone, or my sister has an iPhone, and I do tech support for them, so I know a little bit about the ecosystem. Um, but for them, the thing I don't really like about Find My Friends is that it's on all the time. Like I yeah. I want I want to be able to set specific parameters of when people can see my location and track me live, and when they can't. And I'm I I assume that is a feature on Find My Friends, but like. Like, I don't think it's on by default. Um, I think no. it's just like, I think because I don't know. I, I I never heard anything from my sister or her friends talking about how they need to, like, turn it on for a specific amount of time. It just every time my sister is like, oh, I wonder where my friend Maria is. She goes to find my friends, friends, and she knows exactly where Maria is. And Maria has no idea that she's tracking her. That kind of irks me a little bit. I'm, I'm a little bit of a privacy snob when it comes to that sort of thing. Yeah, um, I don't like that. And I know Google Maps also has this feature, um, but no one fucking uses any social interaction, social um, features in Google Maps. No, that so I think dumb. Telegram is a really good place to have this, and I'm I'm glad that it it's like default. You set the parameters of how long you want this specific person, like a to, timer. You yeah, set a to timer, know where basically. you are, and, and but also, it's also like. I feel like when it's always on, your battery would just be shit. Right? That that was my other question is, did you find any sort of battery hit when you were do- um, using this? It was this? actually, I wasn't using my phone much, like, while it was on because I was shopping. Mm-hmm. But it didn't seem to have, like, much of a battery effect. It definitely drained faster than if, like, nothing had been running. Right. But I can't imagine, like, having that something like that on all the time, though. That would, like, I think that would definitely have a big impact on your battery. Like right. it would be noticeable if it were on all the time, but yeah, it seemed fine. It didn't seem too bad. Nice. Yeah. I encourage everyone to switch over to Telegram. It's literally, it's everything you like about WhatsApp without any, without everything that you hate about WhatsApp and everything that you like about WhatsApp, Telegram's doing about 10 times better. And instead of Facebook harvesting your information with WhatsApp, it's probably the Russians harvesting your information oh, with Telegram. Oh, it's for sure the Russians, honey. So... There you um, go. I was thinking I could make you turn it on for me when you're late for the podcast. And, so and I'm I on can, the toilet? <laughs> I can zoom in and I can know exactly where you are. And like, if you're lying, I can, you know, I'll already have the satellite targeted on you. Yeah, right. You'll, you'll have punch the, in the, the launch bombs. codes. Yeah, exactly. Sure. That's when you Got punch the, the laser, launch codes. The laser beam aimed at your ass. And then, I, then I'm just like a cat because I just chase the laser beam around my house. Oh, God. It's like, why is Sam in a dungeon? I don't know. Maybe that's where he records. Kind of scary accurate because I was zooming in on me in my apartment building and it shows like where in the building you are. Like it can get it accurate down to like 
yeah, like feet. Like I could zoom in and I was like, oh, that's where my unit is in the building. That's oh my god. Um, yeah. Well, I I'll have to check that out. I have a I've never I haven't used it yet. Um, I use Telegram on like twelve different platforms, and so it I have need to check yeah. which ones have updated. I don't know if desktop is updating with it yet. Yeah, I'm, I know is mobile is. I know Android mobile. I got that update, but I don't know anything yeah. about the desktop client. We tested it out today. Uh, uh, my boyfriend was looking at it on a desktop, and it seemed like it didn't really work yet on desktop. But gotcha. they seem to update the desktop client pretty often, so I'm expecting it to be updated soon. Hmm. Well, there you go. Oh, my God. There good go. Good tech tip from Joseph. Tech tip. Keep tracks on your loved ones. Keep tracks on your man to make sure Perfect he's cheating on you. Perfect for when you're you. crazy. <laughs> Perfect when you're Joseph Birdsong. <laughs> I'm, like, literally not even like that anymore. I, I, I'm really I say proud of anymore you. because... Because you, you were know, definitely... Honey. Oh, girl. Oh, like, I, yeah. I, a few I was, years ago. Yeah. I feel like if I were to get into a serious relationship right now, I hope to Christ I wouldn't be like that. But I haven't been in a serious relationship in so long that I don't really know how I would act now. But I hope someone would like slap me across the face and be like, stop, like snap out of it. Stop, you know, being so paranoid. It's not all about you. Like, I think it's like I know it was definitely mostly me in the relationship I was crazy in. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you can be with someone who kind of turns you into that oh, as well. Like, I don't want, I'm not going to like blame the other person and say they made me into this. I will, I will say there was some, what would you call that? Mental in manipulation, I guess mm, you would say. Okay. But I don't, I, you know, I think you, you can be in a situation like at this point in our lives, like if I think you could be in a relationship and not do that and then be in a relationship where you are like in the yeah. same spot as part of your lives. There's different like, Some relationships inhibit that sort of re- behavior. Yeah, they just they and it's obviously not good. Yeah, you know, obviously. And well, sometimes it's, it's, you just it's good to, to be in a place now. Out. It's good yeah. to be in a place now where you where you can be like, oh, yeah, I was fucking crazy back then. And oh, I'm, yeah, I'm not really shoot. I'm not like that anymore. Shoot. Animal. Always God learning from mind. your from your goddamn mistakes. Um, also, Joe and I are recording this on National Coming Out Day, which apparently is a thing. Is that like? I mean, I knew it was a thing, but I I it was like trending on Twitter and it had like an official hashtag and stuff. Yeah, well, I think it's the eleventh because it's like two penises. Uh. <laughs> No, I think it has something to do with that. I think it has not necessarily penises, but like one one being the same number. Something. Like, yeah, they look something like two about of the same, same sex. I don't exactly know why. There's probably not the reason at all. That's what I was told. But uh, yeah. So are you finally going to come out? Yeah, I'm coming out as straight. I want to let everyone oh, know. Oh, no. Oh, well. I'm coming out honey. as mask for mask. Um, I'm coming out as... As every other white guy, white racist guy on Grinder, that's like only into white guys, no Asians, please. Lol. Um, imagine <laughs> people are like that on Grinder. It's crazy. Um, but no, I just I wanted to give a shout out to everyone on National Coming Out Day, saying that although it is really nice to have people visible, the more visible people in the LGBT community, the better, in my opinion. But some people cannot be visible because they're either not ready. Or it's not safe for them to be out. And I feel like that it's nice to have National Coming Out Day. But like, I remember, I don't even like the first people that I came out to were a couple friends and it was in like an English class. And then I started coming out. It's not just a one time process. It's a, no, it's a it's... process. You continuously come out to people. Joe had to come out to people in his stupid comments. He tweeted about it today. Oh, yeah. Comments. You will get. People asking if you're gay or if you're not straight, you'll get questions about your sexuality for the rest of your life. So get used to it. But it gets easier, I feel like, answering it over time. Oh, yeah. Well, it gets to be it gets to the point where you're just like, you're I just don't like, know. Really? Well, you just yeah, you are just like, really? Like, <laughs> are we still asking this about people? Right. Like, hello. Like, how, how okay. long have you been watching me? Like, my favorite character is Daisy. Come on. Right. Well, she's the best. She should be everybody's favorite character. True. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Judge I bought a being, second Daisy amiibo today. I don't. Let's not. As I a gift, but I you know, as a gift to yourself. As a, no, 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 no. <laughs> don't be crazy. Also, if you send me any Daisy paraphernalia in the mail, I am blocking you. Oh, it wasn't for you. Don't worry. Oh, that's gonna uh, be okay. a good birthday present for you. Oh my god! Just send me like some cockroaches in the mail or something. Sure. Sure. But anyways, yeah, happy coming out day, blah, blah, blah. Don't come out until you're ready, blah, blah, blah. I'm gay. We love and support you. We do. 
congratulations. But I guess I was going to ask you, do you remember? Because I know this is where I was going with this. There's some gays in my life that know the exact date that they came out to either their parents what? or the, the date that they came out to the first person ever. I don't fucking remember that. Because well, they recorded it for YouTube. Um, and then they monetized it. Uh, mm. uh, what is that? What is that shade against the gay YouTube community? What? I don't know. I don't. I shouldn't say that. Do whatever you want with your. It's your coming out, honey. It's, Do whatever it's you your, want. With it. It's your gay life. You can monetize it however you see fit. Sure, honey. Um, honestly, <laughs> the homos deserve our money. I'm right. gonna say it right here. We go through enough shit. We deserve money. some money for at least some of our tr- hardships and trials. But my question for you is: Do you remember? Like, is was that a big like? turning point in your life like is this a date that you remember it wasn't really i didn't really come out yeah that's right i I always forget that i was always fucking gay old joseph well it's i did sort of try to hide it like i did not come out in high school like i was not i would never have admitted it in high school but then in college i just sort of it was like new people sort of a fresh start sort of situation and i felt a lot safer like i did not feel safe in high school um and so I was just gay. And then, yeah. you know, I talked about boys and boyfriends. And so Dropping I, just the let, I just let people figure it out, I guess. I don't know. There you go. I think like that's a good way to do it. Well, yeah. But then I, I also totally understand people who want to sit people down, sit their parents right. down and be like, this is, you know, I'm gay. Or who want to tell people directly. Like, I don't yeah. think I didn't tell people because I was scared. I think I just didn't tell people because... At that point, I just had, I was sort of determined to just be. Yeah. Like, and that, and it's fine if you want to talk about it as well, but I was just sort of, you know. You're just not going to hide it. You aren't going right. to deny was just, it. This is, well, I was like, most people probably know anyway. Right. Like, yeah. You know. I'm not exactly. That's kind of what know. it was with me. Like, you know, like I was a flamboyant and, you know, right. stereotypically gay and I have gay voice, whatever the fuck those mean, whatever. I have stereotypical signs of homosexuality, whatever. What? And what? I, yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's weird. You have so um, many V-necks. Uh, God, literally <laughs> so many fucking V-necks, you guys. <laughs> Ugh. But now, but now I'm, I'm straight now because I've worn the same pair of jeans for about four days in a row. Oh, and, honey. And I That's am just still wearing old. Birkenstocks and it's like uh, literally almost snowing out and I'm wearing a hoodie. So hashtag straight, hashtag mask. I just had the weirdest deja vu. Maybe it's because I have a cow named Birkenbag in Stardew Valley. Oh, my God. What? I mean, yeah, you would have a cow named Birkenbag, Birkenbag. honestly. I got a pig named Boinkle, Bonkles. I named a uh, chicken um, Susan. Oh, Susan. Oh, and my cat's name name. is Toby, which I think feel like is a cute name for a cat. Yeah, that's cute. Also Fussy, obviously. I'm surprised you didn't name it Pumpkin, but I feel like Pumpkin's long dead. Yeah, Fussy will be my next cat I have in life. So I was like, Mm -hmm. let's get, oh, Pumpkin would have been lovely though. But Pumpkin is, Pumpkin was black and white, which confuses a lot of people. And the cat in the game is orange, so. Yeah. Um, What were we talking about? Oh, coming out. Coming out. So it seems like we both had similar sort of coming outs, I guess. Well, yeah, I, I had, I sat, I sat down my mom and told her that I was gay. Oh, okay. Do you um, remember the date? I, no, see that, that's the thing that I was, I was getting to is that I, I know a lot of gays that who, who have gone through the experience of, of having to sit down like their parents or people that are really significant in their lives and telling them that they're gay. A lot of them, I guess not a lot of them, but some gays that I know remember the date. Like they have it like in their calendar or something. Um, And I feel like, I don't know. I felt like something was kind of wrong with me since I didn't. Also, I have a horrible memory, which is bad, just bad overall. But like also, I just I don't really care that I don't remember what exact day of the month it was where I first came out to someone. I don't because like, I don't know. I've, I've been gay since I was a sophomore in high school, like a long ass fucking time. Um, but I'm curious, our listeners who are LGBT, which I assume a lot of you probably are. Um, and if you're not, that's fine. You can still listen. I still love you, I, I guess. Um, do you have a do you do you have a specific day that you remember if you if you were out and you came out? Do you have that date like solidified in your mind um, the first time you came out to someone? Because I don't. 
and I feel kind of weird for it, but you know, I guess some some of us come out differently. I guess I just I just don't know. I never thought about it. Yeah, see, I I don't really think about it either. But like days like this come out where it's National Coming Out Day, and I'm like, well, I know I didn't come out on National Coming Out Day, but like I was it around this kind of year, this time of year. Like I, I look back and I'm like, huh, like I think you know, it was like during the summer. I don't really remember. Some of my friends, the first time they really realized it was when I joined Five Awesome Gays. Oh, okay. And I was like, well, it's like I was, I'm not, I haven't been hiding it or anything. It's just not some like. I guess I haven't had a boyfriend at the moment and mm-hmm. I don't talk about that. Yeah. Unless I'm in a relationship or I don't know. But I mean, I don't know. It was, a, it was a very interesting time in my life. College really changed a lot of things for me. I had a good group of friends, mm-hmm. you know, who were super supportive. So I just, I don't know. Well, happy coming it's out day to everyone, even though we're happy two days late or day. one day late because it's getting posted on Thursday. Right. Um, right. Before we get into our favorite things, um, yep. And speaking of the gays, I want to have a moment of silence for Girls' Generation. I was just about to talk about it because, um, well, honey, where were you when you found out? You know what I mean? I That's going to be the question of the next century. I was in. Where were you? I think it was like one in the afternoon and I was in bed. And <laughs> well, yeah, yeah obviously. Mm-hmm. And I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw some you at replying to someone. And I was like, uh oh. Josh, probably. Yeah, it was Josh. It was um, Josh in Korea. Hi, Josh from Korea. I hope Korea's great. I listen he's to your Snapchat all the time. K-pop too. Um, yeah, I had seen it on the K-pop Reddit, and then of course it seemed like they hit the news late on Netizen Buzz, which is a horrible gossip site I read. Mm-hmm. But they haven't like officially disbanded. Like they're well, not that was calling my question it a disbandment. To you, because you are like the resident K-pop expert out of the two of us, um, and. The articles that I was reading is that it was like Tiffany, Young, and Soyeon didn't, yeah, didn't renew did their not, contracts. They didn't renew their contracts. And so, so my question to you was, so is Girls' Generation going to be continuing or are they going to disband? Are they only going to have five members? Like, what do you think is going to happen? No, they will not just have five members, but... There is a chance of like companies cooperating with each other. So mm. like if Tiffany, well, I don't know. Tiffany wants to advance in America, and I'm like, honey, good fucking luck. Yeah, like, have, did, like, like remember like Utada, remember Boa. Well, also to be honest, Tiffany's personality. She has a personality. I know she is an American, but she has a personality that would rub a lot of Americans the wrong way, in oh. my opinion. Oh. She is just so over the top cutesy. Mm. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say anything that'll get me in trouble. But <laughs> she annoys me. Gotcha. Honestly, okay. Tiffany sort of annoys me. Um, I don't think Girls Generation could continue with those five because Taeyeon's the only one who can sing out of the five. <laughs> Sunny can sing decently, but uh-huh. I mean, everyone thinks Sunny's with cute. Sayon, but Sayon and Tiffany gone, like there's those are two of the main singers, so it, they couldn't really continue. Mm-hmm. But there's a chance of them other companies cooperating with sm that the other girls signed to where they will be able to have comebacks but i don't i feel like they would be special events yeah like i don't feel like they're gonna come out with one every year like you know people right they're not gonna be together anymore like it's it's not like this is this this is it this is this is the end it seems like the end um it's sad but like they got they got treated dirty in their last comeback. Like, they didn't get very many promos. They got mm-hmm. barely any promos, actually. Right. And so I can sort of understand them wanting... Like, some of them want to go into acting. Honey, mm-hmm. God bless you and good fucking luck. God bless but, you. Like say, I think Sayon wants to do acting, and I'm like, honey, you got to learn how to have a facial expression before <laughs> you know how to fucking act. Okay? Uh, oof. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Taeyeon's going to be just fine. Yuna's going to be just fine. I can see Hyoyeon and Yuri doing like choreography stuff for SM. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Boa's like a creative person at SM now. And she will release like a single for fun every once in a while. Right. So, and Sunny has her radio show. Mm-hmm. She does that sort of thing. She's a variety person. So, yeah, it's, and I feel like Sue Young's going to get married. I think that's, I feel like that's why she left. Uh, okay. She's been dating the same person for years now, mm-hmm. and I have a feeling she's kind of wants to settle down or something. 
Yeah, she wants to get married. Um, which people don't like idols to do. So yeah, you know because the idols belong left. to the people, right? Exactly. Exactly. God. So I told Josh if he sees Jessica cackling on the side of the road and. In uh, Korea, mm-hmm. throw her a one or two. A one, she needs a one it. or two. Mm-hmm. A one or two. Oh God! I bet um, Jessica is just you know having a laugh in her sweatshop. Well, I was imagining she feels pretty good because now it'll be like she won't have to worry about releasing something at the same time as Girls' right. Generation. She doesn't have to compete with them, you know. Like she She's doesn't not have to live up them. to her in Girls' Generation versus her not in Girls' like, Generation. And if Girls' Generation doesn't exist, there's not a thing for her to not be a part of anymore. Exactly. Sort of. So maybe that'll lessen the... She's asked about it in every interview, I'm sure. So oh, I'm, I'm sure. sure it's yeah, exhausting. Right. But um, it was sad. It's definitely sad. Definitely an end of a K-pop era. It is. It's end of Generation 2 girl groups. Mm-hmm. It is. They're all, I think, pretty much officially gone. But don't worry. We have twice to replace them. <laughs> Mm. We have red velvet. We have red velvet. We have red velvet. Red flavor is the flavor of red. Oh my god, because red is a you flavor. Drink some blood, and it's the flavor of red. Well, also, they have a song called Red Flavor. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, I wanted to mention because we were talking about Boa. Camo is such a fucking jam from Boa. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's a that's, fucking that's a good one. Jam. She just does that every once in a while. I feel like when good she feels her. antsy or wants to dance, she'll just like she's at a she's at a tier where she can't be touched. Right. And she may not sell as much as she used to, but she doesn't have to. She's, she's kind of like, like Madonna. Yeah, that's because I was going to say that she's like Korean Madonna. Like she's untouchable. Yeah. She's just like she's, she's reached that reached that high place where like she proved herself. Yeah, she proved herself. Now done. she can do whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. Living her goddamn life. Exactly. Well, RIP Girls Generation. I hope everyone is um, taking the news and, and taking a couple days off work, you know, dealing I with I can't it. be too upset because at the end of the day, they've been doing this for 10 plus years. Exactly. Right. It's they like, They debuted 10 shit. years ago and then, you know, for years before that, they trained. Like, they've paid their dues. They hit the level. They did. And... It. They did it, and they deserve a break. Like a, honestly, it's like if they a pro just athlete. A pro athlete isn't is. going to be in shape forever. Like they have oh my a God. prime time to do they're, it and to be the best. Their knees and their ankles are literally ruined. Oh, like totally. I don't even mean that. Like ironically, like dancing in heels for ten plus years. Yeah, your feet are you're garbage. Fucked up. Yeah, yeah. You are going to have, like, walking problems. I'm sorry. Which, I mean, you know, you looked great at the time. Exactly. You had great legs at the time. Order, use that money to get the best set of wheels possible, honey. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to be driving everywhere. Invest Korean robo legs. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they're available. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well. R.I.P. R.I.P. Should we move on to our favorite things? Sure. These are a few of our favorite things. Oh my God. So uh, jazzy. So jazzy. So, Joe. Yeah. What's your favorite thing? Mine is a show, a British show. Ooh. It's on Netflix right now for us Americans. It's called Escape to the Country. Ooh. Oh my God. It makes me want to escape to the country. It's a British house hunting show. Oh. In each episode, there's You're like turning these into people, my mom. There's a couple who wants to leave the city and move to a specific part of the country. So they show them three houses, and then in between they have some cultural stuff about the county they want to live in and whatever. It is so different from American house hunting shows. Mm. People in American house hunting shows, I feel like, are more real. They're more, like, if they don't like something, they say it. Mm-hmm. It's a not as formal, whereas this is very stereotypically British. Oh, no. Do they like, have, like, do, people, do they come down for tea and then they, like... They do. They meet for tea oh to discuss the houses. Oh, my God. At the end of every episode, they meet for tea. Uh, nobody ever says something negative about the houses. Like, you can tell when they don't like it, but you can also tell they will not say it. Oh, my they God. They always, like, point out something really nice about it or something. Um... And they, the phrase, this phrase is in every single episode. One of them will walk into a room and they'll say, oh, it's so light and airy. Light and, that, and airy. Light and airy. And I swear to God, I've screen capped. I'm on like 10, I'm 10 episodes in. And every single episode, someone says that about a room. Like, I don't know what it is. But they're trying the to make them move into want. a fucking cloud, apparently. 
it's so light in here. Oh, it's so airy. It's like and there's it's air like, in this room. Yes, you are correct. And they, they all want a boot room and they all want a conservatory. And hey, what like, is this, Clue? I know. <laughs> I never, you know, I Hand never heard. Hand me a candlestick. I'll take them both out. <laughs> I had never heard of a conservatory until I played Clue. Oh, my God. Also, is, like a, ever. is, is a boot room like a mud room? Yeah, I guess it's like where you take your boots off or like you let the dogs in there. Boot room. They keep wanting it for dogs. I don't know. It's like a it's like a small entranceway. Like I feel like a lot of American houses enter straight into the living room or the kitchen. Mm, yes. It's okay. The and boot so room it's another little room. Is a small room near the changing rooms that store oh no, this is for this is for uh uh football. This is this oh, is this is no, wrong. Honey. This is absolutely the wrong thing. They also, a phrase I'm going to start saying, uh, one of the hosts was like, let's pop off and have a little chin wag. And I was like, I want you to never, ever say that to me. It's a synonym for chat. And I was like, a chin wag. How delightful. I feel like this is British propaganda. To convince <laughs> Americans that this is what British people actually sound like. Well, I can't believe this is be actually honest, real. I don't know. That I mean, the hosts are like they're famous hosts, from what I gather. I are don't they know old who as they the dirt? Because they sound no. old as dirt. No, no, like no. That. They are not old at all. I'm talking like 45 younger, at least. This like is 50 fake younger, news. maybe. I cannot they believe are, this. They look very hip. Like, I think most of the hosts, like, live in the city. You know, they're presenters. They're used to a certain lifestyle, I'm sure. Yeah. And so there's one I really like. Oh, my God. There's one named Johnny Irwin. Ooh. Ooh he is nice to look at. Ooh. And then there's one. I feel like her name is Julie or something. She's got, like, blonde hair and bangs and stuff. She's she's a hoot and a holler. Bangs. She's very personable. <laughs> I love her. I love her to death. I just, uh, like, it, it, they sound so posh. They, it sound, they sound so posh that it, like, it feels like this is what Americans think posh people are like. Well, it's not really posh. The presenters may be a okay. little bit. But the people who are actually buying the houses, they they look like everyday people, okay. you know. And they, but they still talk like this. They always say things are light and airy and... It's just, it's very interesting to see how British homes in like the country or in like in villages, like cottages, how they look. Yeah. And it makes me want to buy one. Oh my God, honey's moving. You're going to move to DC, then you're going to move to the back country of England. They tell like the prices too. And on some, I'm like, hmm, Hmm, I could do that. Well, it's comparable to like, you know, I guess what your houses cost. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, might as well buy one there if you're going to buy one here. Oh, my God. Um, but it's it's a fun show to watch. Well, good. That sounds really yeah. fun. You said it was on Netflix? On Netflix. They don't have every season up. It's been on for like decades. Oh, okay. Um, so so like what old. they've done. No, well, they have all the newer ones up, which oh, is okay. good. Like 2004 seems to be like around the date that these are, that it shows up on. It seems like they picked some of the best ones mm-hmm. and put them on Netflix. They don't have like all the seasons or anything, but definitely worth a watch. Escape to the country. It'll make you want to escape to the country. Oh my God. So light and airy. Light and airy. So, so Sam, why don't we have a little chin wag about your favorite thing? Every thought, every time, okay, if I'm thinking of something wagging, I f- just automatically think of either a little dog's tail or a dick. So a chin wagging? I'm just like, why is there a dick attached to your chin? I don't want to... I have never had a dick wagging at me, first of all. Honey, I'm glad we've had different experiences. That's all I'm going to say. Why would it wag? It's just up or down, you know? I mean, if it's long and flaccid and it's your the body's moving around, then it's wagging. Honey, they need to get control of it if it's long and flaccid. <laughs> they need to put a leash on that. Put a leash on it. Strap it in. Strap, okay. strap it in, y'all. <laughs> What's your favorite thing? My favorite thing is also a TV show. Um, It's a TV show that you mentioned probably like, I don't know, a month ago. I think it was your favorite thing. (gasps) And I started watching it and it is... (gasps) Damages? What? Oh. Oh, no, it's not Damages. Well, now you've just fucking disappointed me. Star Trek? It's Star Trek Discovery. Okay, sorry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) God damn it, I got you really excited. uh, You You disappointed me. A a good theme of the podcast is I'm always going to let Joe down. That's something you can always count on. Oh, honey. Um, But no, yeah, Star Trek Discovery, I started watching it. I think there's only four episodes out so far. But I acquired them. That's all I'm going to say. And um, I really, really like it. I really enjoy it. It's done super well. The fucking budget is crazy high. Um, 
I love all the characters. It's so nice seeing lots of aliens and lots of like women of color, women in general. Super cool. Yeah. Um, I really like the premise. I really like the special effects. I really like the story. And something that I was like, what the fuck? This guy looks really familiar is the captain of the Discovery. His name's Gabriel Lorca. I think that's his name. Um, he, I was like, I was looking at him in like episode three or something. Um, and I was like, you look really familiar, but I can't really put my finger on it. And I was like, you kind of remind me of Lucius Malfoy from Harry yep, Potter. Yep. And then I looked it up and it fucking was. And I was like, oh my God, your English or your American accent is so good. And you like look kind of like good with that, just like regular <laughs> dark hair and your blonde wig is gone. And I'm like, ooh, daddy. Yeah, it looks like he's into fun. It. Back in Rivendale in a river wood or river, whatever. whatever. The, I don't know. Like Drowned in a river. Um, I haven't seen past episode two. <gasps> oh my God. Catch up, girl. Well, it's because uh, we're going to start the like CBS All Access trial. Mm. But I'm waiting until I'm in D.C. so we can watch it together. Oh, and then that makes sense. After my trial expires, we're going to start him a trial. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I don't want to pay for CBS All Access. Girl, I know I mean, there are other ways. There are, I know other, ways. There are other ways. There are other but, ways. But uh, we, if we do CBS All Access, we can. Well, even if we didn't, we could watch it on his TV. Exactly. But you know, it's easier. But yeah, no, um, I, I really, really enjoy it. Um, I really like. I feel like it's interesting to have like a main female protagonist that both isn't white and has a masculine name, like Michael. I feel like that's very interesting. Um, I didn't mind Janeway being white, though. Like, yeah, I, no, no, totally. It was just nice, you know, that it, it's always nice to have, you know, to switch it up a little bit and like. Right. You know. um, but no, I know what you mean. She's very she's a very good actor. Yeah, really um, good. And she's so pretty, too. I'm just like, fuck. Everyone in the, the show most is so important cute. part, you know, exactly. Yeah, especially to the yeah of a woman. They have to be pretty <laughs> or else why even give them the part? Right. Sure. Of course. I mean, um, sure. But no, I'm really enjoying it. I, I, it was one of those where like my dad had it on his server and I was like, and he hadn't watched it yet. And I was like, I, I might watch it. Like, you know, he's like, he was, cause he loves Star Trek. I've talked about it in the past. And he said that he was going to, he was going to watch it eventually, but I watched it. And then I pressured him and I was like, oh, this is really good. You need to start it. So he's going to start it this Friday when he's like done with work and has the weekend. And he's going to watch the four episodes that are out. Um, but yeah, no, I really enjoy it. I I totally recommend it if you're a sci-fi nerd, if you, you know, like strong female women in uh in shows, especially sci-fi. Strong female strong women. Strong female women. Oh, I just love those strong female women. Mm-hmm. Can, as can, you know, compared <laughs> to strong female men. Um, I guess, I mean, it's, anything's possible. Anything's possible. Um, I totally open. recommend Star Trek Discovery. Um, it's on CBS All Access, or like literally you could find it on the internet, you guys. Come on. I'm not um, advocating for piracy, but I'm just saying let's be realistic here. Horrible. Reported. Mm-hmm. Send me, send me to jail. Tracking you on Telegram. Yep, I, I can see the red lasers. <laughs> I'm a chase after them. Um, it's very. I think I mentioned this in, initially. It's very not Star Trekky, and like it is, but I'm used to Star Trek being generally episodic. Yes, totally. And it's very not. It's a storyline that it, arches. It's a storyline that ar- arches, and also it's very gritty it's way more gritty as yeah. a star trek it's it's more it's i don't want to say mature because that's not really a a, the, a good word to describe no, it it's, it's it's darker it's a darker and more gritty star trek compared I to usual star trek tv shows like star trek is generally always dealt with kind of heavy subjects like psychological yeah. emotional things but this is like it's this is about war yeah and which, like what the psychological effects are on from war and, and stuff. a lot of most of star trek in the past was about exploration which is different you know right, there's, there's that sure. difference between like there's this you know there's like you're it, it, this show is about being in war and yeah. like we didn't have that and I, I don't think i mean i've only watched the original and the next generation and a little bit of voyager i don't know about the rest if they involved war heavily but this seems like it's going to be heavily you know surrounding this war that is happening, which I'm not going to spoil, but yeah, I really nice. enjoy it. I'll have to, once I catch up, I'll let you know, probably like in the next couple of weeks, I'll finally be able to watch more of the episodes. Nice. Just, well, I'm, I'm glad that it's sort a, of waiting. It's always so nice to have a TV show to watch with like someone you like, like a fella or something. So I totally understand it's waiting. True. 
I've never said his name in a podcast. I know. We've we've kept it under wraps. It's Justin. I it's just don't Justin. ever say it. Because I, at this point, he's just fella. You oh know, I feel like people know him as that. The fella but has I've a said name. It in, I've said it in streams and people were like, you said his name. And I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah, we can. We can. Yeah, his name is Justin. <laughs> Didn't he T-pop into a stream the other day? Um. Oh, my God, he did. He uh, he uh, he has a Twitch account. Does that, he sub to you? No, he doesn't <laughs> sub to me. He doesn't. I don't even think he follows me. Wow. Um, no, he only got the Twitch account so that we were in Libby's stream once. Mm-hmm. And I sent him, well, I was watching Libby once. And so I sent him the link and he was like, oh, I'll get an account so I can chat. So he still has that account. And he oh, popped into cute. my chat for a little bit. Everyone oh. was on their best behavior. Of course. Thankfully. Gotta be, gotta be uh, light and airy for Justin. Uh, could be so light and airy. Light and airy. We have a bit of a we have had a, a bit of a chin wag. Have a bit of a chin wag in the chat. <laughs> I love Tally ho. Tally ho. Um anyways, good favorite things. Oh my good God. favorite things. I'm glad you're watching it. We'll definitely be able to talk about it once I catch up. Um so now, uh don't we have a couple of questions or something? What do we have? We do. We've got a couple questions. Um we're gonna do two questions from the same person this week. Oh, okay. Oh my god, a double whammy. Uh, Nathan. Nathan sent us several. Uh, he says, you all said y'all were low on questions, so I'm just going to put a bunch here and you can pick and choose if you want. So we decided to answer a couple of these that were a little bit similar, I guess. Yeah. Um, first one is, I'm a trans boy and I have trouble passing as male. Have you ever been mistaken for a woman? I know Joe says that people often call him ma'am under the fo- on the phone. How does that make you feel? Interesting. Very interesting. Um, have you ever been mistaken for a woman? Well, okay, so the only situation, because, like, I mean, obviously I'm not trans, so, like, I don't know the experiences of, like, trans people. But in the, I feel like Joe and I have both talked about in the past of being, at least sometime in our past or even, like, um, in recent events, I know we've both been mistaken for women either at the drive through window, not the window, like the little speaker thing, or on the phone. And for me, a lot of me getting mistaken for a woman was happening um i think it was it was it was happening more when i was younger like i don't know 15 it happens to, now for 15 me. to 18 <laughs> for me because i feel like my my voice over time has dropped more um yeah. than it did like i like when puberty hit me my voice wasn't the first thing to go um my voice is, has progressively gotten lower over time which i feel like is kind of odd compared to a lot of other people well, um and so i, I think I, it happens i didn't i didn't get that i didn't get that nearly as much in my adult life of like being mistaken as a woman on the phone um but it, this is something that i know you have dealt with forever right oh yeah i've been mistaken for a woman more times than i've been not okay like it just had like if a doctor calls me to give me like test results or something they're like they always sound confused when they're like can we speak to joseph and i'm like this is joseph um and then in drive-thrus i have always been called Mm ma'am and then i'm just always called ma'am if it's just my voice and yeah any aspect which and even in like in some videos people what? i get comments still on youtube videos where people are like are you a are you a guy or a girl and i'm like okay do you have like um, an i mean I, I i i've known you for so long i don't really see you in any sort of androgynous light but yeah. maybe some people do i don't know i think and so uh, very rarely i'm called ma'am irl where mm-hmm. And I think it's because like a cashier won't look up. And so she'll see that I'm she or he will see that I'm skinny or that I'm wearing girls jeans or skinny mm-hmm. jeans or something. Oh, and honey, so that's the first thing I noticed about you is those skinny jeans, those double I zeros, know, honey. I got those skinny legs. Ooh. I got those chicken legs. The little chicken um, legs. So I've been called ma'am quite a bit in IRL, too. Mm-hmm. I think more in the South, honestly, because they were very... I feel like there are stricter uh, uh, male-female stereotype roles sort of Mm -hmm. things, like how a man and how a woman is, quote, supposed to look and act in the South. Yes. Um, In the city... Whenever I've lived in a city, it's it doesn't generally happen. People mm-hmm. don't usually make those assumptions or stuff like that. As far as how it makes me feel, it used to make me a little confused, honestly, when it like when I was younger, like I'd yeah. say like junior high, high school or whatever. And then I was like, well, like there's nothing 
I don't believe there's anything wrong with being a woman. Why do I care right. what they call me? Um, it's uh, I'm not a trans person. I'm not a trans individual either. And so I don't know how important my sex is compared to other people. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. in the sense of like um, pronouns aren't as I I think pronouns are very important for trans people. Yeah, you know what it's, I mean? it's a very big. It's extremely important. Yeah, because it it's um, it's your it's identity. So, it, it's, yeah, it solidifies your identity. Right, um, which is right. really, really, really important for someone who is who was presenting as as a different person from birth and is transitioning into presenting to society as a different gender or whatever. Um, I think we should have. Isn't there? Aren't there some countries where there's just like a pronouns are a weird thing in general in the sense right. that like it's weird that we put. I think it's weird now that we have like a male and a female pronoun right kind of and i know some people out there like have made up their own or whatever Mm -hmm. for that means like you know it's a neutral thing yeah but i think it would be nice if everybody used that right exactly i definitely if i if i'm referring i mean i guess it's not very often that i refer to an individual in which i a didn't ask um what their preferred pronouns were or b didn't inherit um, what their preferred pronoun is from a conversation in the past where they, someone mentioned it. And so then I like caught the, caught the memo. Um, but sometimes you just refer, it's, it's, it's really easy to refer to someone as they, them. Like it's, it's not difficult in my opinion to refer to a single individual right, as, as they, true. them. And well, I, I think... I've, I've done that in the past and it, it just becomes more of a habit. Um, when you're just like, well, I, you know, I didn't get a chance to ask them what the preferred pronouns were. And so in, you know, in happenstance passing conversation, I'll refer, I won't guess. I'll just refer to them as they, them. It's not right. difficult, right? But right, there's very few instances true. where I've even had to do that. But if in those well, very little instances, I have been like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just say they, them. They and them. I think it's awkward to some people because we're kind of brought up learning that it's a plural exactly yeah and it's something so you definitely it's, have to get used to strange thing to say like as a writing major yeah totally there are um i mean there are different like um writing forms where they and them is acceptable mm-hmm. like between apa mla and whatever but it's still it's you know ingrained in your brain that it's that but what i was i guess what i was getting at is since i am cis is that what mm-hmm. that Okay, I want to make sure I get all my words right. That (laughs) pronouns, we're trying. Pronouns are not as, um, I don't know, like it's it's not been as much of a thing personally. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So if like someone calls me the wrong pronoun, I it's not as important to me as it is to I think someone who's a trans individual, which I think it should be very important to them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly, I know exactly what you're saying. Or I understand why it's very important to them. Yeah, as as a cis person, getting getting the with someone getting the pronouns wrong with you doesn't affect you nearly as much as it would as a trans person. Right. Yeah. And then also, like, I, I don't know, I think like in my mind, there's there's obviously nothing wrong with being a woman or a man. So I never got I just was never offended by being called ma'am. Yeah. And that that's I'm the difference like, with me growing up is that when I was you know going through that phase, um, like, you know, 15 to 18, where my voice was hasn't dropped yet. And I, you know, s- still I had a very feminine sounding voice. I would feel offended on the phone because you're taught, you're ingrained that it should be offensive. It's it should be you know a faux pas for someone to assume that you're a woman because ingrained in your society is like why is that? Oh, it's because you internally feel like women are less less than, which is something yeah. you have to get out of your fucking brain. And it's like it's like someone like a, a, a someone referring to you accidentally as a woman doesn't make you less of a human being because women are not less than men. Yeah. And getting that through your brain, it took me a long time to figure that out. It's like, why Why are people always offended by this? Like, they're always, you know, comparing, you know, the, calling someone a pussy or, like, all of these, like, different things in feminism. It's like, oh, it's because that it all spews back to women are this, less than. That is the, the mantra that is, you know, ingrained in masculinity, in society, etc. So, like, you know... If I were to be misgendered, I wouldn't I wouldn't bat an eye. I would think it would be really funny. I'd be like, oh, oh, okay, sure. But um, no, I haven't I haven't had to deal with that 
Um, I think, yeah, what it is is whenever you're offended with something, I by something, and you're not sure why, just to stop and ask yourself, like, why is this? Why am I finding this offensive? I think that's what I did when I realized I just didn't really care. You right. know, you just stop yeah, and you yeah. ask yourself, why am I getting offended about this? And you're like, oh, oh, that's nothing. Well, there you go. Should we Maybe. should we do the second part of the question or should we wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. Let's save it. I've got your email starred, Nathan. I will say at the end, he says, uh, okay, guys, hope these helped. Love the show. Keep on doing what you do. You make my week. Love, Thank Nathan. you so much, Nathan. And I hope Thank everything you, is going great for you. That's a really great question. Yeah, totally. We've we've got all the rest saved. Yes, we'll do some more later, but we're just, we're always over time because we talk. Sure. All the fucking sure. time here on the podcast. Sure. Um, we will have a bonus episode this week for the Patreon patrons. We love you guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, and then next week we'll be back with the regular episode for everybody. Yep, that sounds good. Thank you guys so much. Talk to you next week. Bye guys. Bye guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show samandjoe.com. You can also support and help keep this podcast going by checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch available. If you want a cup of fresh air mug, how to train your brain shirt, and more, visit our Spreadshirt at spreadshirt.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments or hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alexander B. Allison B. Austin B. Ben B. David M. Devin D. Dylan M. Eric H. Feliciano D. Enrich B. Jack C. Jazza. Jonathan S. Joshua L. Julian S. Justin. Kevin V. Kylon C. Martin M. Nick I. Pablo F. Rebecca D. Zachary H. Vincent L. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you next week on The The Show. Show!